Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Escape your everyday life and experience the world through the lens of June Parker and search for hidden clues and uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Engage your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. Where will each new chapter take you? Days are long and life is hectic. There's nothing more relaxing than shutting off my brain and playing a round of June's journey. I will take it all. The glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. I love to let my imagination run wild when decorating my island estate. June needs your help, detective. Download June's Journey for free on iOS and Android. Guess what? It's my birthday. You are here on a very special episode. It is my birthday episode. Uh, actually, my birthday is May 21st, so you'll be hearing this probably on May 22nd, 4th, whatever, whenever you choose to listen. But we are taping it on my birthday. May 21st is my birthday. It is my birthday cover-to-cover episode. Um, thank you all for the well wishes so far. I've gotten many from many of you, and I appreciate it. That is one of the reasons I went to Vegas last weekend was like for a birthday celebration with my brother. We survived Vegas. We had a good time. Vegas can still be very fun. Uh, I, I don't know about clubs and all that. We did go to one one night, and then we had like a hookup to go to another one. And it was that uh, that weekend, that big giant weekend that Alex has mentioned. Uh, uh, EDC. EDC was starting. So we got there Wednesday. So then they were coming in like Thursday. Then Friday, it was just EDC began. And so everybody, we, every Uber driver was telling us they were driving people out to the speedway and all this, and people die, and people overdose, and it's all kids. It's all like the, swear. They arrested tons of people this time. They arrested they're, like a f- couple of football players. I feel like, feel like they're cracking down. Well, uh, it's funny. Every Uber we got into, the number of people who were invading uh, Las Vegas that weekend would go up. We first, first Uber we got into, 100,000 people. Then we got like 200,000 people. By the end of the week, it was like 800,000 people are now in Vegas for this EDC weekend. So I guess EDC brings in, it's called Electric Daisy Carnival. This is something anybody over, looks like 22, doesn't even need to be involved in. We were seeing the people heading there, and it's all just like like kind of overweight little Asian girls in like bikinis that they shouldn't be wearing, you know, and, and big furry boots and like a lot of glitter on their faces. But they look like they're having fun. Everybody's sweaty. And they're all like in the hotel lobby waiting for a shuttle to take them to EDC, which I guess is like you've you've said this before. It's off the, the yeah, strip. Yeah, it's, it's, it's out there. It's like twenty five minutes or a half in, an hour out. In EDC, like coming back, it's like three hours. Oh, it's like Los Angeles traffic. This guy was explaining yeah. it to us. It sounds like a fucking nightmare. You get, it starts at like five p.m. Goes to like five in the morning. So it's like twelve hours like out there in the middle of the desert listening to music that who gives a fuck and. 
And then you get on a boat, I mean a boat, on a uh, on a bus to come back. And they say it's like a three-hour line mm -hmm. to get the bus to come back to the hotel. Yeah. So you're looking like 8 a.m. before you're back. Uh, I, I mean, just hearing about it gives me gives me anxiety. Were you up early on Friday or Saturday, like out on the – that's the best part is you'll see we that like walk of shame, that EDC walk of shame has like unicorn heads involved. Yeah, we were seeing, <laughs> we were seeing a lot of different walks of shame. Not the one in the morning. We were seeing – because it seems like they were like – going from a pool all day to like going out to EDC yeah, at like 5 day club to so, over, yeah, so EDC's we, overnight, by the right, way. Overnight. Yeah. So we saw a lot of like people going from a pool th scene. That was the walk of shame we were seeing. Um, people coming from a pool out to EDC. Mm -hmm. <laughs> anyway, nice. the whole thing is like, oh my God. I mean, I guess it's wonderful if you're 22, but How man. do they party that hard? Oh, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't get it. Me, me, my brother and I went out Wednesday night. Cause we, we, that's what we were there. We were there for a thing that my brother's involved in a restaurant business and they were opening a restaurant of the company he's with. And we went to this thing, met the owner of the Raiders, that really weird dude with that haircut. You ever see the owner of the Raiders? I haven't. Oh my <laughs> Oh my God, he's the weirdest looking guy. It's, it's like comical how strange looking this man is with this straight across haircut. It, it's fun. It's, it's so oh, bizarre. I've seen him. You know yeah. who I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. yeah, he's a very odd looking man. And he was very nice, but I guess the Raiders are coming to Vegas, so he yeah. was there. And there were kind of quite a few people there. And then I actually met a girl who used to hook us up in Vegas with a ton of stuff back in the Chelsea Lately days. And she's like, oh my God, I can hook you up with some stuff. But it was like stuff I never want. Like, do you want to shoot a gun in the desert? And I was like, no. no. And so, but she's like, I hook you up with this and that and this. And there was nothing that I really wanted to do. But it was nice of her to offer. Like, do you want to jump off the stratosphere? I'm like, no. I get you front of the line for that shit. Like, give me some tickets to, yeah, like to Zoomanity or <laughs> right, something. something I no, do. I don't want to go ziplining in Boulder City. I have, to, I have to tell you, like, the first time, I hope I'm not boring anyone with Vegas talk, but it was fun. And the first time, like, I've ever really kind of, like, walked down the street. Rip. Me and my brother, my brother needed like clothes one day. So we went to like H&M in, in the Caesar shop, forum shops. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and then we went like just walking down the strip. And I got to tell you, that was the most fun we had. Just stopping in those, those bars have like 50 cent beers. Mm -hmm. And every, you know, those giant guitar shaped glasses you can buy with filled with liquor you know, competition horrible. is huge. Down there. Yeah, yeah. So, it's... I mean, it, literally this one place was doing 50 cent beers it was in the Flamingos called the bird cage or something. And it was like outdoor party. And they were playing like great music, like 80s rock. There's stuff I like. Instead of EDC shit, they were playing like, you know, uh, Flock of Seagulls and stuff. So we were into that. That was fun. It wasn't we, Waka Flocka. It was Flock of Seagulls. We were sitting there like we must have drank 50, 50 cent beers, which, you know, after like a buck. So we were having a good time. All in all, it was fun. Thank you. Did you go downtown at all? We did never. We did not. I never do. I, one time I performed down there years ago, and actually one of the Uber guys was like, "You should try it down there." I'm like, mm, "Yeah, we're fine up here." That's like the. That's where all the cool restaurants and stuff are. That's, that's like heard. the. Yeah. That's like their down, like downtown LA. It's, it's a the little. Same I've got the few times I've gone. It's a, it's a. I mean, not Vegas is pretty trashy or can be mm -hmm. once you get outside of like the you know the high end sh shops. I and downtown is really fucking trashy, but and I'm I'm in enough trash on the road doing stand up. You know, there you are, yeah. I'm an American. I see America enough. I don't need to see it when I'm in Vegas. <laughs> you, you know to, what I mean? You're like, like I'm like here to, for the glitz and glam. I am. I'm like I don't like to pretend that I'm gonna go to the Prada store and the forum shops. I don't need to fucking go down and see a bunch of people in cargo shorts. You know what I mean? It's funny as most of my act now is just about how white trash Vegas actually like it's. 
It's not only Vegas, Alex. I mean, it's, no, I know. I know, but you know, Vegas. Once you get off the strip, it's not glitz and glitz. No, so. it's hot. It, it's, it's guns actually, and lifted trucks. It's actually and a as, good time. as 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 trashy as as any place in America. Yeah. I mean, it's it's this to everyone knows, and I'm not telling anyone you don't. And some of you live in it and you don't recognize it. You're like, why are you saying that? I'm like, oh, just cut it out. Look in the mirror. Um, so. It's it yeah, but Vegas is pretty bad. Which is uh, when I say it's white trash, and I mention guns and lifted trucks, I'm saying that's what I'm into too. I, for Los Angeles standards, it's <laughs> right. yeah. We're I white, feel but like it's white I don't trash here in. too. And you you know you don't have to go too far yeah, outside of Los Angeles yeah, to get go. white trash. You'll drive through it on the way to Vegas. I drove out to Vegas and I saw it. What so, was the what was the what time of day? Four, oh, it was actually fantastic. Perfect. It was four hours on the dot. I was enjoying the shit out of the ride. You know, honestly, I, I tell you what, I listened to cover to cover on the ride out, and I agree with you, people. It is fucking good, and it is too short. I w- I couldn't believe I w- when it was over. I'm like, oh man, I was really kind of enjoying that, and it's over. So all you people say it's too short and you want it two times a week, I agree with you. It's fucking good. I w- I mean, it made the, the the ride go by in no time. Just listening to you and I, Alex, as I r- strolled through whatever 15 Well, happy birthday, is. Chris Frangiola. Thank you very much. It's a birthday. What does that mean these days when you become my age? Really nothing. Uh, it really means nothing. Um, you know, you get a call from family and friends, and a lot of people, you know, mucky up your Facebook page with uh, gifts of, you know, whatever. Uh, so there's a lot of that. And it's nice. It's nice to hear. And then you just go on, and then you're another year older, little little less old, little bit older and a lot less bolder, as Bob Seger once said, than we Ooh. used to be. Sweet 16 has turned 31. Yeah, you know the song. Anyway, I'm let's... A, uh, I'm let's, a huge let's, fan of Bob Seger. Who isn't? Do you, now, let's get, to, let's get to the news, everyone. Uh, we got some news to talk about, and here goes. I was so excited to play a news theme, because I really want to be a newsman. I found a news theme on my phone. Uh, thank you. Give us your uh, tagline. Here now, the news. <laughs> we couldn't afford Huey Lewis, so here's just the news. Uh, I don't know if you've heard about this. It's a bit of a story that's been going around for a week or so now. Uh, this guy's name's Robert Smith. He's a billionaire. He's actually the richest African-American uh, in America. I hate using the term African-American. I think it's, he's a black guy, and, uh, and he, he is the richest black man in America. His name's Robert Smith. He did a commencement speech at Morehouse College, which is a, uh, if it's not a, if it's not an all black college, it's, it's, it's pretty much an all black college, Morehouse. And uh, he did the commencement speech. In his commencement speech, commencement speech, he said, hey, you know what I'm going to do for you people? I'm going to, I'm going to relieve all your student debt. I'll pay for all of it. $40 million, which I guess it's a graduating class of 400 people, I think. And they, uh, together they had a, uh, a student debt of $40 million. He said, I'll pay it. So all of you people could start fresh, go out in the world with no debt, no problems and start your lives and pay it back and all this, which was an amazing thing for him to do. He's got billions of dollars. So 40 million, probably nothing for him, but he did it. You know, and uh, and it was it was nice of him to do. And then it started this whole thing about people talking about student debt and should. And it's like that's one school, Morehouse College, one school, one school, one graduating class, one graduating class had a 40 million dollar tab. So that now now multiply that by how many colleges and how many. uh, I mean, that's insane. That's and these people. So you can't you're hundred thousand dollars, two hundred fifty thousand dollars in debt at 22 starting out. You'll never pay that off. No. Ever. Uh, so 
I know a lot of these maybe people, if you did med the medical route or the law route maybe but okay even then if you're doing yeah. physical therapy or nutrition it. I don't, it. it's gonna be rough Forget it uh, yeah it's uh it's crazy so anyway that's that this guy paid everyone off and and the hopes that you know that now they'll have not but I kind of agree with what he's saying or, or what he's trying to say is now you'll have money to go out like this all works for the wheels of commerce if you know what I'm saying like if you don't have any debt, you could start. You can go out and spend money on shit, which that's what you want people to do in the first place. You want them to be able to go to Target. But if they don't have any money because they got to pay off the debt, they're not going to go to Target. So now Target's going to close down. I read today Dress Barn is closing, everybody. <gasps> how, how do you like that? Because you're not going out there spending your money because of your student debt. You know, you're no longer going to have a Dress Barn. I, my mother used to love Dress Barn. Run down there, grab a dress or two at a reasonable price. No, not anymore. They're closing down. Payless shoe stores already closed. Dress barn done. And we're we're just fucking telling poor people, you get the fuck out of this country. We don't want you anymore. Because this is like reasonably priced establishments that people could go to and buy a pair of shoes and a dress and, you know, have, lead a semi-decent life. But now we're like, no, they're gone. They're gone too. That's all gone. Here, just pay off your student debt. It's crazy, man. So this guy, Robert Smith, did a nice thing, went out and paid for this. Um, and now... You know, I guess Oprah was doing a commencement speech the same day, and uh, and now everyone's like, "Why didn't you pay off their debt? You got plenty of money." And she wrote, kind of wrote them back on Instagram, or she wrote back like, "I do, like I I've I've spent millions and millions of dollars at all these colleges, and I've sent many people through school." The thing I'm concerned with is the poor person who has to do the commencement speech next year at Morehouse. <laughs> and there's going to be 400 kids waiting there like to see if they can get their um, their student debt relieved. And this poor guy's going to be like, hey, man, they're going to have to get some crazy homeless person just to get up there and just babble about nothing. You know, like, skid uh, skid skid And he's going to promise to pay yeah, up their yeah. debt. I'm going to pay off your debt. And uh, don't tell a Navy man when he needs to stop drinking. I know when I need to stop drinking. Good night. Get out there, have fun, everybody. Don't uh, tell a Navy man. <laughs> I heard, I heard a yeah, I heard a, a homeless guy say that once. <laughs> That's great. Mm. Anyway, so that was the now. Of course, let's get to it. And I, I don't know where you stand on this whole thing, but it's been the story that's been going on for a week. Alabama, not only Alabama, it's like six states now going through this abortion thing. And, uh, you know, no more abortion. It's, it's illegal. Like, if you try to get an abortion in Alabama, you go into the fucking jail. And, and then we talked about it last week on the, on the podcast, the Arthur, that, that cartoon that had a gay um, wedding on, on it. <laughs> Alabama said they're not going to show it. They didn't, they're the only state that didn't show the cartoon. Uh, and I've been to Alabama. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I'm not going to make fun of the entire state of Alabama because I'm sure there's people there who are just like embarrassed by all of this. And I know it. I've been to Alabama. They're as fine as any other people, you know, but it's just, this is all God. You know what I mean? It's God. God doesn't want us to have abortions. God doesn't want you to have gay marriage. Everybody, I th are we just more, more into God than we've ever been? Or is it, um, is it something that's always been there? But... I'm beginning to believe this, Alex, and maybe you can uh, you can back me up on this or not. You could. I think it's just we just didn't hear from these people. There was no voice. We just you know heard from three. You know when I was growing up, it was three channels. You, you listen to those three channels. The guy who did the news, you know, did Peter Jennings on ABC would tell you the news for an hour, and that was all we had. There was no other way to check anything. 
Now, every idiot in the world has a voice due to Facebook and Twitter and whatever else, Instagram and, and anything, YouTube. So I believe that now we're like, oh, shit, these dummies in Alabama and, and wherever else are, are getting to talk. We never, I never heard from anybody from Alabama for, for 100 and 200 years, 250 years. <laughs> we, didn't hear, we didn't hear from one motherfucker from Alabama. <laughs> now, now we got, every day I got to hear from Alabama doesn't like this. Alabama doesn't like that. Uh, I, who gives a shit? This is the way the world has to work. If this, and now they're saying, I, I mean, actually Donald Trump kind of came out yesterday saying he thought they went a little too far on it. You know, in the case of like, rape and and uh, and incest and if the woman's health is is at risk and uh, imprisonment you, for you 99 could, you years could, you could still have an abortion in in that case i don't know man this is an iffy one for me because i'm you know i'm a liberal old old loser from los angeles you know lives in los angeles now i kind of i i, I let women have their the right to do what they want what, what why would i am i, I going to tell a woman what she can and can't do with her life it's just crazy, but it's just, you know, God, these are babies, are, they're, it's life from the moment of inception, whatever the fuck, I don't know. Uh, just let it, it's just a crazy world we're living in now. But is it, I guess it's always been kind of crazy. Is it any worse than it's ever been? But now I just feel like it's it's the voice. It's the, actually like way better than it's, but you know what I mean? Like some, things are way better. You'd Right. Of course, medically, yes, safety-wise right. for us, you know, for yeah. for our nation. Is it better wise. though? Because I just read that now the life expectancy of people in the next couple of years can go up to a hundred. Like we're going to have so many developments in medicine and stuff that mm. people could live to be a hundred. That's not better. Who wants to live? No. Nobody. Oh, the glory years from eighty to twenty. Right, but are you going to be? Is going to like I saw a woman t yesterday on the news here in Los Angeles, hundred and two year old woman who's going to be evicted from her apartment because for whatever reason. And she's 102. And then they interviewed her. And she seemed like she was still with it a little bit for 102, but she has no teeth. You know, she looks 102. So, And she's sitting there trying to, they gave her a cake because, you know, she was on TV. So they gave her a cake. <laughs> so she's trying to choke this cake down with not one tooth. I mean, I don't know. I guess you got to blend it or something Very at that point. Very moist cake. Yeah. Maybe, so yeah. she was chewing on that while she was talking to the news reporter. And I'm watching it. And, you know, I don't know if anybody wants to be 102. I say 75. 75, it should be like that movie Logan's Run. I feel like I saw that movie in, I think it was in the 70s, Michael York. It was a, like a Farrah Fawcett Majors. Back when, back when she was Farrah Fawcett Majors, she was married to Lee Majors, the $6 million man, and she would call herself Farrah Fawcett Majors. Then they got divorced, and she became Farrah Fawcett, uh, and then got uh, slapped around by Ryan O'Neill for about 25 years, and then... Uh, Who's Ryan O'Neill? Ryan O'Neill's an actor, uh, was in a ton of stuff. You would know him. You might know his son. His son is... Uh, Griffin, Griffin, well, is it, he's kind of, no, is that, I don't remember. Yeah, it's Ryan O'Neill's kid. No, it's not Ryan O'Neill. I'm thinking of James Caan's kid. No, Ryan O'Neill is, uh, yeah, he's been, he was in a, a movie with Ali McGraw, Love Story. Been in a ton of stuff. Ah, yeah. Yeah, good looking guy, drinker, you know, real troubled dude. You know, one of those 70s actors who's, anyway, Farrah Fawcett Majors is also in Logan's Run. But I think Lo in Logan's Run, the movie, it was uh, everybody got killed at 35, uh, that's you. That was like a science fiction movie. You all die at thirty-five, and then you would go into this chamber, and everyone would scream, "Renew, renew, renew!" And that would be if if some people would you would like float it up, and some people would get to do thirty-five more years. Ooh. But Michael York learns that nobody has ever got to do thirty-five more years, so he starts to run. Hence, Logan's run. 
and uh, he takes off and, and um, runs out into like this other world and lives to beyond 35. But in that movie, they kill everyone at 35. I'm not saying let's be that extreme, but I would kill everyone at 75. That's what I would do. 75, we've all done what we need to do, and we could just kill everyone then. And not, yeah, everyone. I'm for it. Send you all out, 75 years old, send you all out to EDC, and you'll wind up killing yourself. <laughs> that's, what you, that's what you do. You make everyone go to EDC for a weekend at 75, and you'll just kill yourself. So they, so they wouldn't play the Arthur uh, show in, uh, in, in um, Alabama. Alabama as well. The, you can't get an abortion. I don't need now. I, I'm not sure if this. I, I know this is legislation that's going through the courts in Alabama. I'm not sure if it's, if it's passed at this point. I think you, could, if you chose to get an abortion today, you could. But in, they're trying to pass this law, and not only in this, like in many states. I don't know. It the whole thing is just. We are just way too god crazy in this country. Um, Every country. I just I think that if uh, if like you are planning on moving to Alabama and this derails your plans, right. then uh, the other thing is I, I I was performing in Alabama like, about a going? year ago and the bar is still full on smoking. Like they have other problems that they should concern themselves with. Like that's killing that's, a lot of people slowly. You know, it's, I guess it's just a matter of how you're not worried them. about. Yeah. Like how, how and when, if you kill them when they're a, a week old in the woman's uterus, that's fucking crazy. But if you kill them slowly with camel cigarettes, it's fucking fine. You know, or if I mean? you blow camel cigarettes in the faces of the waitress with uh, a week old, I went into this like, d- like, like underground bar in, uh, in Huntsville, Alabama. Oh, good spot. Yeah, it's got a good comedy club there. And and I mean, oh my God, it was like I walked into a, a smoke fill. It was uh, like 1975. It was unbelievable. Couldn't, but they're still going. Grumpy Cat is dead. How do you like that, Alex? Grumpy God. Cat. Remember that fun Grumpy Cat? The cat that had like a, a sad face? A pissed off cat, it yeah. All, it was all over the internet for a while. Everybody was really into it. I didn't we, even know it was a real cat. I didn't no, know it was, <laughs> it was a real cat. I mean, like I knew it was a picture of a yeah. cat. I didn't know it was no, a No, it's Grumpy Cat lit. was around. And I, you know, I don't think Grumpy Cat, you don't, you couldn't tell if Grumpy Cat was actually grumpy because that was just its face. You know, that's, I guess the style of cat looks like that. Could have been a very happy cat, but we don't know because his face had the face of a grumpy person. You know what I mean? So, uh, but Grumpy Cat died last week, and uh, so that's a lot of people were very upset about that. Uh, more people upset uh, with the ending of Game of Thrones. Yes. Did, did you, now how uh, are you caught up? I'm a few behind. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. At this point, I feel like if I don't finish it, I'll almost be happier <laughs> from well, everything I've heard. Well, I won't spoil. Like I keep hearing, don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. You know, Meghan McCain, I guess, from on The View yesterday went and spoiled it for everybody on The View. She just talked about it too much and. I watched it. I, see, it didn't. It's not as bad for me because I didn't. I didn't put seven years of my life into watching you the just, show. You just I, got I just watched the last six episodes and said it seemed fine to me. Yeah. It was all right. Not a bad show. Meh. Ended in a way that I kind of saw coming. And um, yeah. So, but people, one million people have signed a petition asking for the season to be reshot. They want a totally redone season of the Game of Thrones. One million people. That's a lot of fucking people out there signing well, a petition. Well, I mean, at, at 10 bucks a month on HBO Go, that's $10 million a month. And so. also, also, once a TV show ends, don't you just go on, like, 
I've loved some TV shows over the years. I didn't like the ending of Sons of Anarchy. I didn't. Uh, oh, I didn't. You, why? Because I hosted the after show. Yeah, and, because you hosted the. Yeah. Oh my God! They wanted to fucking hang me. I up. thought it was super outlaw, and then Frangiola walks and in. And then I walk in, and like, perfect what is, what, is this, what is this loser comedian hosting this? Why is he sitting at the Sons of Anarchy table? All oh, me people got so mad <laughs> that I was sitting in Jax's seat. Like it's a fucking set, you idiots. This table's made out of styrofoam. I was gonna smash it right in front of him. And go, it's a fucking styrofoam, you dopes. Oh my God! These people got so angry. Like it's these people aren't in a <laughs> motorcycle gang. Oh, they're all going to be on another TV show next week. Yeah, some other stupid TV show. They're just actors. That's what the way I feel about the guys in in uh, in Game of Thrones. Like some of them are pretty Game of Thrones looking. Like yeah. they can't really just like, jump to like a, a sitcom on Where's CBS. Hodor going? Yeah, I like oh shit, we're fucked now unless yeah. they come up with some other night kind of t- look at a lot of those Brienne guys. Brienne of Tarth what is she gonna do? A lot do? of those guys in Sons of Anarchy they were so motorcycle looking like you, you haven't seen any of them since. No. They haven't done shit so anyway you, it's, it's if you could bring back one show for another season it's funny you mention that because they are actually bringing back the show I would bring back. Ooh. On Wednesday night, I believe it's on ABC I believe it's tomorrow night? Tomorrow night they're doing a live version of I don't know how this is going to go over because I don't th- I don't think anyone under 35 even remembers the show. But it was called All in the Family and The Jeffersons. Jimmy Kimmel is producing live versions of both of these shows on ABC tomorrow night. I believe it's tomorrow night. With Woody Harrelson is playing Archie Bunker. Mr. Tomai is playing uh, Edith Bunker. It's a great cast. And then Jeffersons is Jamie Foxx and I forget who's playing... Uh, Wheezy Jefferson, but is it's this supposed to be like one episode. One episode. They're doing one episode live on air of uh, of one episode of Family, one episode of, of the Jeffersons. Wow, that'd be cool. It, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. I don't. It adds big shoes to fill for Woody Harrelson, but Woody Harrelson is one of those actors who I believe can do anything. Yeah, he's just like can do comedy, he can do drama, he can do he's anything. Not worried about yeah, the so shoes. he's just he's the best. So uh, I'm I'm pretty excited about that. So that there's your. I would bring okay. back All in the Family, and then Jimmy Kimmel went and did it for me. And then he so did it. He is oh. bringing back All in the Family. I'd be to see how it does because I don't think anybody cares about all in the family unless you're, you know, a 50 or above. So, but it's, it, it should be pretty cool to watch. So that's coming. Um, Mel B, are you familiar with Mel B? No. Uh, Mel B was a, one of the Spice Girls. Oh, yeah, yeah I'm so familiar. She was the black girl, Spice Girl. Mm. Uh, she scary Spice? Uh, yeah, I believe yeah, she was. Yeah. I believe she's Scary Spice. It's racist. Then she went... Exactly, <laughs> it's racist. It's not, not nice at all. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then she went on to uh, be one of the judges on America's Got Talent for many years. And, oh, okay. and she's no longer. They've replaced her oh. with uh, one of the girls from Dancing with the Stars. Uh, anyway... She uh, she was blind uh, for a little while. She's good now, but she went blind last week from herpes. She got herpes, and I <laughs> I guess the herpes made her blind. Does that does it make you blind? Herpes? Does it get in your eye? Or didn't you know? I know there's several different types? Doesn't of make me blind. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> Alex is doing fine. He's got he's riddled with herpes. He's okay. doing fine. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's what. I, so she went blind, but she's fine now. I feel like Mel B's uh like a a lot of trouble. I feel like that's she's more. She's a very dra- dramatic person. That's I feel the like, worst the story to break about someone who's like not getting a lot well, of coverage. Well, she's the anymore. one who breaks these stories. Like she, uh, she's talking about it. I'm, you know, all right, that's fine. You know, herpes is something people have, I guess. So, uh, it's it's no problem for her to talk about it. But I feel like I know more about her medical issues than I do about my own family's. And I I don't know Mel B, but she's got a lot of things. She was in rehab, but it didn't really go to rehab. She kept doing. 
Uh, America's Got Talent. I don't know if she was in a rehab where she was able to leave to do America's Got Talent and go back. Like Wendy Williams was in some sort of rehab where she would be able to leave it, do the show, and then go back, which I don't know if that's the proper way to do it. Which, but, uh, yeah. Uh, so anyway, that, Mel B's blind from herpes, but she's good again. So there's oh. that. Um, well, thank God. Yeah, it, it, thank God is right. Yeah. You don't want you don't want one of the spice girls walking around blind. I'm not gonna lie; it is a good story to break because now I'm kind of worried about. Her. I didn't care about herpes five minutes ago. <laughs> now you think it could make you blind? No, now I'm like, yeah, I don't want to go blind. Maybe I should but tighten it, up in life. You it, know but I, mean? I know there are several different types. Like there's herpes, like a sore in your lip there's is a simplex, is, a, is yeah. a herpes simplex, right? Yeah. Doesn't necessarily mean you have herpes, no. right? Uh, okay. So if you're not watching, I think, did you just point down? Did you? I was, I was doing you're genital like, you know, herpes. the herpes. Yeah. No. Yeah. I don't believe so. No. Okay. And then general herpes, it, it, maybe you can correct me if I'm, if you know more than like if, if, if there's no, fl- like I dated a girl, I'll say it, I'll say it openly. I dated a girl who flat out in the beginning of our relationship told me I have herpes and I never got herpes. Yeah. You know, we knew she said I should tell you something and then we knew and it didn't bother me and we went on with our lives. And I believe also, I believe they typically know when things aren't good. Like there's a, like she could have approached you on any given day and been like, Hey, this next week, maybe not like if there's a sore, right? You just, all right, let's get off. Okay. I'm (laughs) no, no, you're right. I, I like, I, I, I went down the road. It's my fault. I was just thinking like, it's my fault. I I shouldn't, I should either way. Melby, congratulations. Yeah. Your side, your eyesight is back and you can go on the road. Mm -hmm. I believe, I thought they were going to, they were going back on tour with the Spice Girls without the one that everyone wants to see. The one who's married to David Beckham, uh, Victoria. Beckham. Uh, so the other four, yeah, she's the four like, that nobody, I don't even want to remember no, those. Years. The other four that nobody cares about are going to go on tour, yeah. and I don't think anybody you know cares. Is and that then, is that what uh, is that you talking about Guns and Roses? Well, Guns the and, other four that nobody care about. Or? Well, they went on, They did it already, right? Didn't oh, they? Yeah. And, and uh, I don't yeah, know. Just, I mean, I mean, they didn't have the. They just didn't do it with the drummer. It's just what always the re the re like the reunion tour is always the four that no one cares about. They isn't used it? to have a drummer by the name, the original drummer for Guns N' Roses, uh, Stephen Adler. Uh, he was you remember maybe remember him from like Sober House and stuff. He's just real crazy alcoholic drunk guy, and he's since tr- I think cleaned up his life. Uh, I was I was living in Studio City, California, right by the Brady Bunch house, and we had a, every now and again we'll have a bit of an earthquake here in Los Angeles, like a tremor. We haven't had one in a while, but we'll get one that shakes a little bit. You know, not nothing that's knocking any buildings down or anything, but it's, it'll get people to run out of the house. You know, like, oh yeah. my god, what happened? And neighbors, it's like the one time in Los Angeles, neighbors actually speak to each other. We're actually, wow, that was wild, huh? And then you go back in your house and never talk to anyone again for that ten. Years. Constant reminder that the earth can crumble. Right. <laughs> You're right. like, hey, we're people. So yeah, I walk out after this tremor. I go, can you believe Mel B's blind from herpes? Like, what is he talking about? I walk back in the house. Like, God, I hope you never see that weird neighbor again. Why is he talking about Mel B's herpes eye? Anyway, one day I walk out. We get we get like a little tremor in Studio City, and I don't know my neighbors really on the on the block. And I walk out, and it's Stephen Adler, the drummer from Guns N' Roses, is comes walking out of the house. You know, looking like Stephen Adler, he's wearing like you know socks that are flappy in the front, like they've they've you know lost their will to the elastic is gone. Yeah, Yeah, so like they they're hanging off, and he comes walking down his drive. He's like, "Everyone okay?" He was very concerned about everybody. Everybody okay? And I was like, yeah, we're all good. Everybody's good. And then I, I, I'm like, that's Stephen Adler. from." And I walked back in and I never saw him again. So I guess for a little while, Stephen Adler was my neighbor. I didn't even know it. I know he's still living there. Um, but so that's my Guns N' Roses story. He Do was you? my neighbor after after an earthquake. I saw him one time. 
So was this after the uh, the guns? And oh God, days? This, was, this was like a year What's ago. What's he do now? He uh, well, he actually does a thing called Adler's Appetite, where he goes around on tour doing um, Guns N' Roses songs. You know, huh. So yeah, he's out there. He's touring, mm-hmm. making a Mel buck. B is wearing a top hat and playing Every, guitar. Everybody's trying to you know just make a buck in this business. You know, we you. talk about that all the time. Just fucking do what you got to do to. Keep, keep it afloat. He can afford rent in Studio City, so he's crushing. Well, I don't know. If he, I feel like he, would, he came out of like a back house. Oh. I don't know if he was affording the rent of the main house. He was in some sort he's of He's in like house. the mother-in-law's quarters. Yeah, it yeah. seemed like something like that. Yeah, which is fine. I mean, even still, it's Studio City. It's a, You're having a nice Axel time. walks out, and he's like, yeah. what's going on out here? Good right will be. It's <laughs> Axel's house. Oh, God. Anyway. Uh, so I would like to address, uh, what's the name of this kid? The oh, oh! People are saying you, yeah. People, yeah. people think you, you guys, you're, yeah. People on on for some Clark Facebook Duke. Thing. Yeah. So if you guys aren't on our Facebook page, you should go follow it. Cover to cover, fifteen hundred people now. Yeah. Uh, as of today, uh, yeah. Somebody put a pic. Here's what I keep hearing who, about who you. Who is this guy? Well, he's an actor. He's been in a bunch of stuff, but he's a very nerdy looking person. Uh, people think that you have a very nerdy voice, oh, okay. and so they because you know where. They know who I am because they've seen me on stuff. World you, famous. Right, world, exactly. Thank you for saying that. But they, so they didn't really know who you were. So you to them are just a radio just a, voice, just yeah. a voice. So they have created you, who you are in their heads. And they've created this really like nerdy kind of like, and everybody has told me this on the road. They're like, I, is Alex some weird like nerdy fat kid? And I'm like, not at all. <laughs> not that, that at all. So uh, someone posted- He had a stroke in a fitness class. He's probably <laughs> yes. not doing well. I know. I think that really had you pegged as somebody who doesn't look like the way you do. Oh, well. So I, 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 someone posted a picture of a guy and everybody agreed. They're like, this is exactly yeah, what I Yeah, that's what we thought. Yeah. I have so, someone tagged me. I rarely go on Facebook. I went on Facebook yeah. and was like- Mm, thanks, guys. I know. But anyway, I try to tell them you don't look like that. And then I've posted pictures of you before, and people don't seem to. I try to find a picture of you like semi normal, and there's not there's many. Nothing. Yeah, to some of you got dude. a weird n- a mustache, others you got like a crazy hat on. And I'm trying, you know, there's one or two that, that look like normal, but that people can, you know, it, it easily ingestible for our audience. You know, yeah. I don't want to scare them with the mustache. I know when I went through my own pictures to try to post one to show people, I had the same experience where yeah, the most yeah. normal picture I had was sitting on my friend's lap. I was like, we'll go right. with that one. So, there, so there's <clears> that. Uh, let's get back to, there's a couple more news stories and, and, and then we'll, we'll move on to some other stuff. And it is graduating time. I know we talked about that guy Ooh. Morehouse who helped everyone out, uh, Robert Smith, but so a lot of people are graduating in this next couple of weeks. We did prom last week is everyone's prom. Now this week it's everyone's graduation. I'm seeing a lot of people making commencement speeches this morning on the today show. They let the, they had uh, Savannah Guthrie doing her commencement speech at George Washington university. She sat up there and gave a commencement speech and it was very nice. And, they played it for a little too long now. They were, you know, like, let's move along here. I'm sure Savannah's a nice person, but we don't need to hear that. Then I saw Bon Jovi did a commencement speech for somebody. Uh, on, I think it was in Philadelphia, which is weird because I don't know if Bon Jovi strikes me as the type of guy who like even graduated college. But, I mean, I'm sure he seems like he's had a good life and he could probably, you know, bestow some knowledge upon people. But Bon Jovi suffers from, uh, you know, he's starting to get a good-looking guy, you know, always was. But he's starting to look a little, fe- you know, he's, his hair is still like a feminine looking. It's, it's got gray hair now, but it's very wavy. And he's really starting to look like your fun aunt. 
And then he <laughs> and then he put like a graduation cap on top of it, so it really it, he looked like an old an old woman. You're I, funny. I I I I I've, I I'm almost tentative to say that because I feel I suffer from that sometimes. I put on a black turtleneck. I look like I'm you know I'm going to a lesbian rally. You know, not that I have a lot of black turtlenecks, but every now and again I'll throw one on just to see. Yeah, maybe this is a look I'd like to adopt. And then I'm like, no, fuck that. I can't. I can't wear that. That takes me. Okay. What do you wear with it? Well, I mean, you know, if I'm in like a cold city and I put something like that on, I just look like I'm, you know, like a lesbian out, you know, angry at the, you know, fur, some lady wearing a fur jacket. I'm uh, like, look, I'm a, a lesbian gal walking down the street throwing paint like on, you're protest. on people. Yeah, <laughs> protest. Mad about the world. <clears throat> anyway, but who wears black turtlenecks anyway? Fuck it. What was I talking about? Oh, by, oh Bon Jovi. Oh, commencement speeches. Commen- yeah. The reason I was bringing this up for a reason. Graduating. So I graduated, God, I graduated in 1986, 1986, I graduated from Kinequat High School on Long Island, um, and the graduation ceremony was at another place, it was another location, it was like at a hotel in, uh, in Ronkonkoma, and everyone went to the hotel, and my, I remember my parents not even being involved, they didn't even show up. It was just like, yeah, it's fine. Like graduating high school doesn't mean shit. Like bare minimum, good yeah, job. Yeah, like congratulations. You got a fucking high school diploma. There's so much more to, in life. Go. So this is the small thing. So like we went up there, a couple of friends drove up to the graduation. Now, you have to pay for a cap and gown. Uh, the, the colors of our school happen to be red and white. I think I've talked about this before with football, but it also happened in the graduation. I have two older brothers, Kenny and, Kenny and Gene, and... Uh, and they, my mother said, we're not spending $22 on a cap and gown. We have two cap and gowns in the, in the closet from your brothers. Just use that. I was like, okay, no problem. So I say, I don't need a cap and gown. The entire 700 graduating class kids got the cap and gown. I'm the only one who says, we got one. My mother says, we got one. So come graduation day, I, uh, I go, mom, where's that cap and gown? I'm going to go up to the graduation. She goes, oh, it's in the back closet. I go to the closet. I go take it out. Now, I we all know red, the color red. Yeah, it, it does but there are variations of red. There are there's there's dark red, there's light red, there's you know a lot Salmon. of salmon, a lot of different reds. <laughs> exactly. There's a there's a whole hue hues. I believe they call them. They're different. Hues are different. So the year my brother graduated, five you know three four years before me, the reds was a little different. It was almost like an orange, and a different cut. Like it had like a pleated shoulders. So I throw this thing on and I don't know it's different because I'm driving there and look to me, it looks like a red gown that you would wear to graduation. I pull into the sea of 700 other gowns. I realize, oh my God, my gown's not only a completely different color, it's a completely different cut. It's got a V-neck. It's got pleated shoulders. It's shorter than everyone else's. Everyone else goes down their ankles. Mine like a mini skirt. It was like <laughs> mid thigh. It was fuck. So then I was like, "Oh my god!" I to, so there I was. I couldn't wait. Everyone was making fun of me because you know I was. It was just embarrassing, and I couldn't explain the story. And back then, I didn't have the confidence that I have now. So like, like these things weren't funny in the moment. No, they're funny looking back on them now. But in the moment, you're like, "This is horrible situation." It's uh, the last thing all these right, people are going to right. remember. So then I go up. Of course, you do your walk and you accept your 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 thing and. You walked down and I just took it off and immediately drove home. Um, 
you know, and I gave my mother, you know, a, a talking to about uh, about hues and and colors of, <laughs> and how reds can vary, you know. And if and you could have spent the twenty two bucks, and we could have all been happy. Uh, but whatever, they had a, they gave me a Carvel ice cream cake, and everything was fine. Fudgy the whale. Is anyone from the East? You don't know. No, oh, you're not, not from the East Coast. It's an East Coast uh, ice cream chain, and they used to have a thing called Fudgy the Whale, and that was like for birthdays. But it was out of one mold. They used the same mold. The whale mold would be any. So then for fudge, for uh, it was something different for like graduation, but same mold. It looked like a whale, but then like it's cap and gown guy and Tom Carvel. So it's like to, almost like a goldfish, like themed gold. Right, like a, right, right. So they would just put different frosting on it, uh, but it was always Fudgy the Whale underneath. Uh, and that was Tom Carvel was that was the spokesperson and he oh. spoke with a very low voice like this. And he would say, Wednesday is Sunday at Carvel. Anyway, <laughs> I feel like this is the worst podcast we've ever done. No. Oh, it's okay. No. Justin Bieber is uh, starting a deodorant line, everybody. He is starting a Schmitz deodorant, is going into business with Justin Bieber. He's now getting into the, uh, the, the health and beauty, the, the natural health and beauty business because I guess Haley Baldwin is involved in that. And that's his wife, <laughs> which is just laughable when you say it. Oh, yeah, you know, Justin Bieber's wife, his 24-year-old wife and him, they're, they're in business together doing natural uh, products. So there's that if you want to smell. How do you feel about organic? Well, it's some things you need chemicals for. You just do, uh, and I and I and I say this all the time. To uh, you, you, you need Chinese chemicals for laundry detergent. I've used the natural ones; doesn't fucking work. You might as well just throw water on your shirt because it doesn't work. Same with toothpaste. Same with um, same with uh, um, the, like uh, cleaners, like like you fucking you know to clean the counter in your kitchen. You got, sometimes you need the chemicals. You need those chemicals, yeah. yeah. Otherwise, the natural shit doesn't work. And I know you're saving the earth and whatever. And I've got, God, the last couple of days I've been watching so many videos of fish getting cut open and just they have so much plastic in their stomach. <laughs> oh my God. Like every fish, there's a video today, some, some chef opens this fish, you know, on a, you know at his restaurant and he opens at home. It looked like you opened a, a kid's toy chest. There's fucking bottles and, and yeah, oh man, it's fucking crazy. Whatever. I mean, we've talked about this many times on the show. It's crazy shit. All this plastic. But does, you know what? Whole Foods isn't gonna have paper, plastic straws anymore. So that's one thing. Get out there. If we could just figure out a way to do these abortions with paper straws, maybe everyone would be happy. Yeah, you know, you if got- we could just get that little <laughs> two that little two week old fetus out of there with a paper straw, it'd be fucking fine. You know, we'd find a way to be environmentally sound. Everybody be happy. And God, who we all seem to really put a lot of faith and stock in, Jesus, the Lord Jesus Christ, would be happy that we used the paper straw and everything would be good He come when he comes down again. Because I hear he's coming. Is he coming back? Oh, yeah. He was here last week. He didn't, was, I didn't see him. <laughs> he did, I didn't, was he in Los cover Angeles? Cover to cover. We didn't That's even, why the traffic was probably shitty in Los yeah. Angeles. Was he making some sort of speech? He was, yeah. I haven't was. seen him. I hope he listens to Cover to Cover if he comes down. Oh, he'd be very angry. You used the wrong pronoun for... Caitlin. Oh, I did. I am no. sorry, Jesus Christ. Yes. The proper pronoun for Caitlin is she. Oh, well, here's the thing, Jesus Christ. The is that why, how you made her? The, or? The, yeah. The reason why I, I made that mistake, Jesus Christ, and I know you, you I'm sorry you're so upset about this, but is because I know 
Bruce was a friend of mine, so I knew Bruce a lot. And it's going to take me a little while, more than like nine months or 10 months to, to, to make that um, correction. And I, my apologies. I hope I will not. Bur- you will burn. You're going to burn in hell for that. Oh, shit. That's why? Not because I ate a cheeseburger on, a, on Good Friday? Yes, that too. Thanks it's for reminding a, not me. Not because I kept plastic straws on oh, the rotation. That's right. Well after because the- I one time drank a Diet Coke out of a plastic straw. Do you know where all that's happening? Where? Like where, what, what, what other places in the country? Because I know, like, that are doing the, the paper straw well, thing. You know, I was just somewhere, and they don't even give you a straw, so you have to lip to lip to glass, which I was fine with, but it is a little strange when yeah. when you've been drinking paper straw so much. Doing lip to glass feels weird because you, you you know you get a lot of ice in your face and and you suck down drinks a lot more, so it's gonna fuck people up. Yeah. But now you don't have to drive anymore because of Uber and Lyft. Like, just, yeah, whatever. Nobody's going out. No, I just read now that all the restaurants in England are closing down. The huge restaurants, like big time, you know, five-star restaurants are closing down because everybody in London and in Europe is getting Postmates to their house. Because, you know, weather is not as great as it is here or whatever. So they're like, fuck that. I'm not leaving. It's raining outside. Our Postmates will bring it. So some of these restaurants, you know, because they're high-end restaurants, they refuse to do Postmates. So, like, I'm not having my food to go. It's, you know, have to, you eat in and a dining experience. I'm like, no. So now it's all closing down. Jamie Oliver, that he's like a celebrity chef. Well, he has like 15 restaurants and they've all closed because mm. Jamie Oliver refused to do to-go food in his restaurants. So now, so this is what I'm saying. I said this before. You people need to leave the fucking house. You have to. It, I'm telling you, it's going to be bad. I know you can order everything on Amazon. I know it's convenient. I know you can order everything on on uh, Postmates and have it delivered to your house. I know you could you could get fucked by a person on 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 uh, Tinder who will come right to your door. I know you could do all this shit, but you have to leave the house sometime just to look around and see some shit. You have to go to the um, Brokerage Comedy Club on in Belmore, Long Island on June 5th, 8 o'clock, Wednesday night. I'll be there Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Come, Leave your house and come and laugh with other people. Everyone's having a good time. We all have a good laugh. After the show's over, I hug everybody. I kiss your face. I'll fucking massage your shoulders if you come. Doesn't make any difference. Then you go up to, if you, if you don't like Long Island, go to Connecticut because I'll be at the uh, Mohican Sun uh, comics. Uh, I'll be there on the sixth, seventh, and eighth in in Mohican Sun, a casino. You can you can go play slot machines. You can go play craps, and then you can come to the comedy show, and then you can go out and do more of the craps and do whatever you want. You can go up to a room, get a room, you and your wife and girlfriend or husband, and fuck each other that night. Everybody's having fun. Get out. Then after that, I'm going to Lucy's Laugh Lounge Sunday night. June 9th, Lucy's Laugh Lounge in Pleasantville, New York. How the how bad could that be? The town's called Pleasantville. I'll be there. 40, okay. Amber Heard. You know her? Amber Heard? Johnny Depp says she painted those bruises on her face. I never hit her. She painted those bruises on her face. Yeah, so this is another thing I read this morning. Johnny Depp saying this is all bullshit. Amber Heard, he never, they had a volatile relationship. This is always a strange one. Like this. nobody knew anybody was completely insane when this one started. 
Like Johnny Depp's been around long enough. You're not smart enough to go, hey, maybe she seems like a bit of a loose cannon. I don't know if I need to marry. Or, or her too. Like Amber Heard's like, I don't know. He seems like a bit of a weirdo, you know? Because he, he wears scarves in August. And, um, <laughs> you know, he just seems to, you know, wear odd paraphernalia. Like that's, that's, that's strange. I never got the Johnny Depp thing. I really didn't. He's never been like one where I'm like, God, this guy's like, amazing. Oh, like yeah. I need to, I know he was like, a, you know, people loved him there in the, in the, in the Pirates movies. Pirate movies, yeah. But I saw one of those. I'm like, this is stupid. He's sucking not it's good. Just, and, it's just a good lush. And then he can't even, he speaks when he talks. He, yeah, I don't know. He's like from, but he talks like this and he's, he's got like an English accent sometimes. He doesn't. And he mumbles everything. And he's like, I didn't hit that woman. She painted those bruises on her face. But he's got teeth are all fucked up. Bangles. He's, way too many bangles. like yellow teeth. He's got red teeth. Looks like yeah, I went. To, looks like his teeth look like Indian corn. Yeah, you know, Indian corn used to <laughs> Ma, Maza. Um, yeah, um, used to hang on your door at uh, at. Um, we used to hang it on a door at uh, back at that Long Island around Halloween, and the and the crows would come and they would peck on the corn on the, on your front door, and I'd always drove my mother crazy. Get out of here, you damn crows! Christopher, you got an orange gown in the closet. Go get it and put it on for your graduation. Are you coming to the graduation? No, we're not coming to the graduation. What do we give a fuck about that for? Put on your orange gown and go. The one that's up to your thighs. Oh, as I was talking about earlier, Las Vegas and the pool situation and all that EDC and all that stuff in the pools. You know what? You know why the pools are back? Because it's uh, winter's over, everybody. Finally, we have gotten through the winter, which winter blues are coming to an end. It's finally time to get back to the routine that empowers you to feel your healthiest. You know how you do that? You do that with Care Of. Care Of is a uh, company that uh, brings you... Uh, uh, energy pills for better sleeps, maintain stress. They can do protein powders. They personalize it for you, deliver it straight to your door. They have a fun online quiz that you could take, and they could tell you after you take this online quiz exactly what you need for li- your lifestyle choice, your health goals. It only takes five minutes to take this quiz, and you take that, and then Care of will send you exactly what you need based on the answers to this quiz. This is easy. It's convenient. It gets you back in the shape you need to be in. You get better sleep. You feel better. They sent me a couple of these things before I went to Vegas. I looked like I was 22 again. I was going to go down to EDC and, and put these kids to shame, feeling like, a, feeling like a, a new human being because of my care of packages they sent me. So I highly recommend you do this. Um, uh, and I can give you 30% off. If you go on to Care Of right now and uh, and get some of these uh, supplements that they have, some of the some of the uh, protein powders. Protein powders are great. And with that thing, that, that thing everyone, you press down and make a protein shake in the morning, with this Care Of stuff, you do that. The magic uh, bullet. The magic bullet. Oh, it's Ooh. the greatest thing ever. You do the magic bullet with these Care Of packages, some of their supplements. At 30% off, you go right now to uh, TakeCareOf.com and enter Cover to Cover 30. You'll get 30% off your first order and they will deliver it right to your house like this is what i was saying perfect right to your door supplements that make you feel good look good you have to look good in this world don't i mean it's it's all it's about try going anywhere these days out with your friends anywhere and looking terrible you won't have to anymore because care of will bring this stuff right to your door at a reasonable price 30 percent off and you'll feel great why not do it all right that's it everybody care of offers protein powders and individual packets which makes things easy and uh, vegetarian, they have vegetarian supplements, vegan and vegetarian. 
Protein powders are made with all organic ingredients like cocoa, Himalayan pink salt. That's a hot one right now. Remember, everyone it's was using so, just salt regu- helps your body absorb. Everyone that's was so, making regular yeah. salt there for a while. Now they got MCT oil in their uh, oh, protein. What is MCT oil? MCT oil, oil is medium chain triglyceride oil. It's oh. uh, the healthiest, purest form of healthy fats for you. Omega three, oh, omega six. Yeah. Alex, you should be doing mm. the. Yeah, AA. no, Alex, I'm I'm looking more. at their website. I'm gonna get some. Good, uh, and you got thirty percent off, yeah. Alex, if you use cover to cover thirty at the website. All right, so that's it. You know, we got a. We, I'm sorry we had an ad in this one, everybody. And we're, we're getting a couple of bucks here on on uh, on cover to cover. So we throw we have to throw in an ad every now and again. But I believe in these products. They sent me some stuff. It seems pretty good. So if you got a couple extra bucks, you want to spend, do it on care of. Uh, let's get to here now. The reason I do this song we're about to do here to end this podcast. I don't know if it was one of our best. Here's the thing. It is my birthday. I said that. It's my birthday. So I've been a little off because this morning I was up, you know, kind of celebrating my birthday a little bit. So I wasn't like looking, reading the papers as much as I should have been or watching, you know, some of the news as I should have been. So that's why I came, you know, I I just looked at the headlines and some headlines grabbed me more than others. You know, I read Mel B gets herpes in her eye. I go, that's the story I do. I don't read the facts. I just read the headline and I come to you people and I say, hey, Mel B's got herpes in her eye. And maybe it's a terrible thing. Maybe she, but I think she's fine. But I don't know because I didn't read the full, I read Grumpy Cat's Dead. That's what you get. You get Grumpy Cat's Dead. Do I care? Not really. I didn't know Grumpy Cat, but that's the story you get because I didn't, I didn't read deeply into, you know, how or why. I did read this. I'll give you a little bit, just a little bit more because like I said, and listening to this going to Vegas, I was saying that I think that, uh, that it's too it's too short cover to cover as I was enjoying it driving to Vegas. So you get a little bonus. McDonald's has been hit with uh, 25 sexual harassment claims now, uh, and uh, Padma Lakshmi, the that Indian um, very pretty, uh, she's a chef. She's she's today I think is going to go out and protest in front of the uh, McDonald's headquarters in Chicago about these sexual harassment claims against uh, people working at. Um, in McDonald's, and I guess there's been a lot of them. 25 people are now going to testify against McDonald's, saying they were sexually harassed in McDonald's. Now, could you imagine these poor people just trying to make a, you know, it's already bad enough. They got to be fucking making a buck in McDonald's just to you know, get by. Now it's the managers grabbing their ass while they're fucking putting French fries in the bag or whatever. And, if, you know, it's just, I mean, I remember when I first came to Los Angeles, I worked at a Sizzler and, uh, I mean, I not only I worked there for quite some time, a little too long actually. I'd probably still be there if I wasn't fired. I got fired by a guy named Jose. He was the manager. Oh, son of a bitch! He didn't like the way I worked, and I was there. I was, uh, but I did. I had a bad attitude toward the end. I was getting a little uppity. You know, I didn't feel I was getting proper shifts that I that I uh, some of the other staff members. I I thought. <laughs> Because I was a white guy, I don't think I was being treated as properly as some of the Latino people. And uh, and uh, because that's all that was there. The manager was a Latino guy, a Mexican guy. All the people were El Salvadorians and Mexicans. And they were like, why are you even here, white guy? Go work somewhere else. We can't work anywhere else. You can, you fucking idiot. Get out of here. They fired me. Anyway, that was a tough time in my life. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> so, uh, but there, I, there was totally sexual harassment going on in this place. I like got, we had a the manager's name was Doug. He's like the classic, like sleazy, shitty restaurant manager. If you were to paint a picture of a sleazy restaurant manager, it would be this guy, Doug. I was, I almost said his last name, but I won't. Uh, and he would, he like, I think he impregnated some, like that, it wasn't sexual harassment. He was dating these girls, but he dated like five of the waitresses there. And I think he, I think he got two of them pregnant 
Like, yeah, it was weird. And they Duh. were in, but they were, you know, they were into it. They, these kids are probably 20 years old now. Now that I think about it, maybe more. Jesus. These kids are 25 years old now, 30 years old. Oh, good God. And this, one of these kids could be Alex, for God's sakes. That's, they're about your age. Holy shit. Al, you weren't born in a Sizzler, were you? On, uh, I was conceived in a Sizzler. On Western though. and Sunset? No. So uh, a lot of these people are getting harassed. And I would imagine that that goes on a lot because these people, they're already kind of down on their luck, you know, or just young kids starting out their job for the first time. It's like a first job for a lot of people or for some people, they're just people down on their luck trying to, you know, make ends meet. So they feel like they can't say anything because this guy's grabbing their ass while they're in the, uh, you know, dry storage room. And they're like, oh, I don't want to make a stink here because I need this fucking job. So uh, these everyone's oversexed, you know? Just stop fucking with your all your sexual shit. Keeping your pal, oh, go jerk off to porn or something. I just read that Jada Pinkett Smith had a porn addiction, and then I and then there's like a little like a video of it, and I go and watch the video of Jada Pinkett Smith talking about a porn addiction, and she's doing it. At, she has a TV show on Facebook. Which, this is a new thing now. Which, yeah. Remember when they used to have TV shows? It's called Facebook Live. <laughs> no, no, it is. Facebook, <laughs> it really is. Called, it's called Red Table something, Red Table Talk or, or whatever. And she sits at this table. And uh, and uh, in this particular episode, I don't know if she always has them. She had her daughter, who's uh, I whip my hair back and forth, who's very pretty now. She's like yeah. a model. Very pretty girl. And then her mother, who's also like an attractive woman. So it's Jada Pinkett Smith, Jada Pinkett Smith's mother, and Willow Smith talking about their porn addictions. All three of them talk with their mothers. Whoa, mother, three generations talking about how they've been addicted to, or had like weird relationships with porn. Um, and they watched, you know, uh, aggressive porn, and which is becoming a problem too. I read aggressive porn. Australia, I guess there's a thing in Australia where these kids, they watch the aggressive porn and then they, the thing is to try and emulate what's in the porn mm. in, in Australia. So you say, you watch some anal scene, you're like, ah, now. Gotta now, walk now before do, you can run. Now we do that. And these kids are fucking ripping their shit apart. Ugh. Keep, what? Everybody calm down. R. Kelly had to take the, uh, and. <laughs> Because he was so sexed up, R. Kelly, they had to give him pills to calm his fucking dick down, I read. What is wrong with everybody? Just get a, I don't know, what, what is it, what, hobbies maybe? You know, is that More wholesome past. Go to Hobby Lobby or Michael's Art Supply. You'd be surprised. Some of you probably never entered one. I'd, I'd, I haven't because why would I go to Michael's Art Supply or Hobby Lobby? But you'd be surprised. Because you think maybe it's just paints or, or like dried, you know, fall foliage. It's not. So much more. You go, you're like, oh, there's so many different hobbies here that I could be doing. And I suggest if you're thinking about grabbing somebody's ass at McDonald's while they're working or, or you're thinking about, you know, doing aggressive porn things to each other, go to Hobby Lobby and go, oh, you know what? Maybe I could... Do start like a glitter thing where I could put some fun glitter on a on a card, and I can you know start a start a card business, and I will I will feel less you know inclined to grab people's ass because my I'm, my sexual proclivities have been calmed down by by fun colored glues and glitter. <laughs> <laughs> Does that did I did I extend the podcast long enough for you with this fucking ridiculousness I'm talking about? Let's get to our song everybody. Now I'm going to go back because I 
Now, Jen Kirkman, who is going to be a guest on this podcast next week, I believe we're having Jen Kirkman Ooh. come in. Yeah, very exciting. Jen Kirkman is, a, is an avid listener of the uh, Cover to Cover podcast. She loves it. Ooh. And she tells me every week, love Cover to Cover. Loves the stories, loves Alex, loves the whole thing. And she said, because I played uh, it, If You Want My Body and You Think I'm Sexy by Rod Stewart, she all of a sudden became a little obsessed with Rod Stewart. She's like, I forgot how great that song was until I heard it on your podcast. And now I went on a deep dive down Rod Stewart. So she goes, I've been in my apartment for the last like week just living Rod Stewart life, like playing his 70s jams, all Rod Stewart all the time, watching Rod Stewart documentaries. She's like full on obsessed with Rod Stewart because we played if you want my body and you think I'm sexy. And I have to admit, I, I re-listened to that episode as well. And I was like, God damn, that's a good song. So I know we've played a lot of like wacky 70s songs. And then we played like a cool one, like Rod Stewart's Do You Think I'm Sexy? So this time we're going to play, we're going to go back to 1977. And we're going to play another cool one. Now, Alex has his song up first. And I don't know what you decided upon. We, were, oh, we talked about it earlier. Oh, I'm going first. All right. Uh, you're going to go first. You're going to go All first righty. on this one. Uh, <clears throat> Alex is going to play, oh, God. To, now, so this to, to is, go back to today's music, I watched Saturday Night Live this week. It was the final episode of the season. Season 44 wrapped this weekend with Paul Rudd and musical guest DJ Khaled. Okay. That's how you pronounce it? Yeah. I thought it was Khalid, but it's Khaled. Khaled. Yep. This is the worst thing. I've, I know I, I hate to be this person who says this is terrible music because I, I try to be open-minded and say, I understand it's not for me, but I get why people like it. I don't understand this one. At all, he, I don't. He has no talent. I guess he's a producer. He brings out people for this Saturday Night Live performance. Good people who are singing pretty good songs that I'm kind of interested in, and he just screams over everything. DJ Khaled, another one. He another saying, one. Another yeah. one. Another one. Tell me more. He keeps saying, and I, I was like, shut up. If I were these people, I'd be like, no way. I'm yeah, he works with like Drake and Justin Bieber and then he talks over them. Yeah, like actual music. But what geniuses, does he actually yeah. do? Is he, he produces, But yeah. he play instrument? Does he, he doesn't sing or he anything. He does. He he yells out his son's name. He does name. nothing, yeah. He yells out uh, DJ Khaled. He yells out another, he another one that says a hundred times. Mm -hmm. Another one. Another one, yep. another, What does that mean? Another hit? I think that's what it means. Another, he's another churning song, out another I'm hit. Another song I'm fucking up by screaming <laughs> yeah. through it. Oh my God, that's so bad. I think that's got to go away. Somebody stop this guy, DJ Khaled. Uh, people, his, there's no uh, way people are into this, he's right? Get, yeah, no, he's getting so his songs. It's I think it's honestly his partnership with Drake. I mean, he's, so anytime you have featuring DJ Khaled, he's just gonna yell he's just out. Just the producer, and he's gonna, yeah. Maybe he's making the beats. I don't know. That could be. That's not what I heard because I did some research on it. And said he just he hooks up like a a you know a good beat maker. Yeah, with a beat good maker with this person, producers. and he goes, "That's yeah, produces." You know, so. That'd be like if uh, there's a line in a movie, like great, terrible cameos. It's a great, it's a great John Travolta movie. Uh, God, what's the name of that movie? A Get Shorty, okay. great movie about Hollywood. And in that movie, he's a gangster who comes to Hollywood to you know settle a score, but then he somehow becomes a producer in a weird way. It's a great movie. You should watch it. And he calls up his gangster friends in New Jersey, and he's talking to him about being. He said, "Where have you been?" He goes, "I've been in Hollywood." He goes, "What are you doing in Hollywood?" He goes, "I'm producing." Guy goes, what do you know about producing? And he goes, I don't think the producer has to know much. <laughs> Truer words have never been spoken <laughs> yeah. than that line <laughs> in that movie. Because on, uh, honestly, the producer really doesn't it's have the to money, know guys. much. Yeah, He's yeah. organizing it. So anyway, let's get to our song. Alex, go ahead. Give us so, today, uh, Give us one of today's hits. I heard a lot of it in, in Vegas. Um, Marshmallow was performing. Cool. We didn't go to the Marshmallow show. We did go to another show. 
uh, we, after we had we had dinner at Tao, in, and then afterwards they take it to the club on Thursday night, and it was packed. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, it seemed like older people because I think Tao's kind of like a little it used to be a thing now. Dinner it's, in a club, right? Yeah. And oh my God, this you know the lot. Not only are they playing the music, then every now and again they'll blow some steam into the air, like smoke and glitter and shit. will blow into the air, and everybody screams. <laughs> My brother and I were like, get us back to those 50 cent beers on the strip with the white trash losers in there, you know, fucking barbed wire tattoos around their arms. All right, go on. What do we got? All right. So we've got uh, Tyler, the creator is back. If you're not familiar with Tyler, the creator, very, I know this guy, very intriguing young gentleman. Um, uh, His new song, the video that's just playing in like over and over on Spotify is him in a pink wig playing uh, a white piano. So, okay. Uh, the song's called Earthquake with an F. Earth. Uh, Tyler, the creator. Oh, I, I was in an earthquake one time, and that's when I met uh, Stephen Adler from Steven. Guns N' Roses. Okay. This is number one on the number Spotify one song, number right one song, now. Okay, number yeah. one song in the country right now. Right? Earthquake. Ooh. Ooh. It's not a bad beat. Uh, oh, if I was managing McDonald's right now, if I was like the senior manager at McDonald's, I'm a little, I'm older. I've been there a bit. And I got a couple of young employees, you know, like 17. You know, hey, 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 hey. Hey, uh, Susan, come here. I need to talk to you for a second. Uh, about the way you're putting those filet of fish on the, on the bun. Um, I got Earthquake playing in the background. And then I... <laughs> I really, uh, you know, you're one of my best employees, Susan. I'd, what do you say after we close up here? You know, you and I go uh, get in my El Camino. I have an El Camino. I've got a lot of primer on it right now, but I'm, as soon as I get enough money, I'm going to get fucking painted. What color are you going to paint it? I'm going to probably paint it cherry red. And then uh, what do you say you and I take a ride somewhere, you know? My friend's uh, got a house in the woods. This is creepy shit. Wow, that's a pretty good this, song. The song, right. I feel like, is a great backdrop for something creepy. Though. I know, yeah. It feels like a real, it's a real sexed up song there. That yeah. that takes me back to being, everyone being sexed up. That's why. So that music, you got to go out and touch everyone's ass at McDonald's. Oh, don't mm. don't be touching it in front of Padre Malopsky. She'll fucking sue your ass. But. Anyway, the reason anyway, the song you I wanted, bring this 1977, one in? they had, they were the huge band. But the reason I bring this song up is because I'm going to tell a little story about it. I was young, 77, 66. I was 10 years old, 10 years old, 11 years old, 77 when the song came out. So I didn't know much about anything, you know? And we were, me and my friends would all get together at my friend Philippe's house. Philippe was our na- next door neighbor. And they were right off the boat from France. Him and his family. And they. Uh, this was back when you could be immigrants and nobody cared. We were all very accepting of each other. We were like, well, the guy behind us was Polish, straight from above in Poland. Then we had the French and we had Italians everywhere, Jews everywhere. Nobody cared. We were all living together on, on the Ocean Avenue in Ronkonkoma. Everybody was having a good time. Right off the boat, these people. You know, to the point, so much off the boat, we had the Brucolaris, the, the Italians, the guy didn't even speak English. Right up till the day he died, didn't speak a word of English. They had full-on pigs in their backyard, chickens, goats, pigs, right in their backyard, horses. This is a little half-acre backyard in a suburb. Fuck it. Got a pig back there. I don't think it was legal, but back in the 70s, nothing. There was no legal. You want a pig? Get a fucking pig. So anyway, 
One day we're making prank phone calls at my friend. So we had to be a little older at this point. So this song must have been out for a little while. It, it, it was really, we were a little older. And we just thought we had heard, we were listening to it. We were talking on a CB radio. Do you remember what those were, CB radios? I do, yeah. It was bef- now, once again, I say this all the time, but there was no cell phone. So CB radio, which was the greatest thing ever. You just hear people doing chatter. You know, we're like, oh, my God, this is like a phone, but a bunch of people on the phone. <clears throat> so me and my friends were just obsessed with CB radios. And we heard Christine Callahan, which is a girl from the neighborhood, we thought was so hot, and Elaine uh, uh, Embro. Uh, they they hung out together, the two of them. And they we, they somehow got on the channel with us on the CB, and me and my loser friends, and they told us they were going to go out that night. Nobody had any car or anything, but they were walking to a friend's house, and they said, why don't you guys come meet us? Me, my friends Chris Kendalli, Carlo Bricolari, and Filippo Say. They said, we're going to go. Which you guys should meet us. We're like, oh, my God. How are we going to get there? This is four miles away. And at that point, at that point, you can't even wrap your head around four miles. You get like, it's night. We can't bike. We can't. We got. We need a car. How are we gonna? We need a car to get to this. We're fourteen. How are we gonna get a car? We had a little. We have a friend who was a little bit, or a little bit of a crazy person. We call him. I don't want to say his name because he's out. I, I, I happen to know he follows me on Facebook, and he's actually, he's actually doing very well. He's changed his life. But it's, let's say his first name. His name is Ken. I won't say his last name. We call him. We say Ken. Get your mother's car. Take your mother's car. He's 14 years old. Never driven a car in his life. We didn't think it was going to happen. 15 minutes later, we get a knock on the door. It's Ken with his mother's station wagon running outside. We're like, oh my God, this is the craziest thing ever. H- how'd you do this? He goes, whatever. We're going to go see Christine Callahan and, and Jessica Embro. That Jessica Embro, I think her name was. Anyway, we get into the car and this song comes on. This song I'm about to play comes on in the car. And he, Kenny, Oh, shit. Did I just say his name? Ken. Ken. I didn't say his last name. Kenny explains to me what the song's about. He's a little older than us. And he explains to me. He goes, you know what this is about? It's about the fucking, it's about the hymen breaking. You ever do that? You ever break a hymen? I don't even know what it was. I didn't, I didn't know anything about sex. I'm like, what? So that song we're about to play, it's 1977's Foreigner, Feel Like the First Time. Give it to me, Alex. So this is about a guy and a girl. That's not really what it's about. Because I read the lyrics. I'm like, that's not what it's about at all. But in, in, in Kenny's eyes, it was about him fucking a girl for the first time and breaking that hymen. 1977, Foreigner, everyone. They had about 15 hits this year. I would climb any mountain. How can you not have a good time when this song Sail comes on? I mean, I don't give a shit if you're 18 or 88. This song comes on at a backyard party this summer. You're sitting in the backyard, got a couple of cold Bud Lights and those aluminum bottles that I love. Fuck, you're playing that, um, that game that you toss the beanbag into the, what is that, cornhole? Oh, cornhole, yeah. Playing some cornhole. This song comes on. I, I cut the sleeves right off my t-shirt. I'll cut the fucking sleeves off my t-shirt while the song's in progress. Then I go over and talk to the ladies over by the barbecue. What's up, girls? Bunch of us are going over to fucking uh, Timmy Johnson's after this. He's having a fucking rage. He's probably going all night if you girls are interested. What's, what do you say? Ken's mom's passed out. At, <laughs> we're going over to Ken's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ken's mom don't know nothing, man. She don't care. We got a station wagon. We got her station. Pile everyone in this thing, man. What's up? 
You girls into it? You girls have a CB handle? What's your CB handle? Mine's Captain America. That's what mine was, Captain yes. America. Then, then I read that it was everybody's CB handle. What a dick. Should have been more original with my CB handle. What would it be now? Ah, uh, comic guy. Oh. <laughs> Even worse. Even worse. <laughs> that sounds like a Yahoo oh email. Oh, my God. What it is. That actually is my <laughs> Yahoo email. Guy, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. So bad. 1717. This was good. Farn. I had some good hits. They're still out there. They're a different lead singer, but this was Lou Graham. They've uh, replaced Lou Graham with a you know, guy, younger guy who hit these high notes. But Mick Jones, the, like basically the lead guy of Farn, is still going. Wow. Farn also had a song. I see if we can get this song up, Alex, while we're doing it and having fun. How, how, what, what are we at on we gotta, this We got to We got to wrap yeah. this up. All right, so maybe next week we'll do it. Anyway, it feels like the first time. Thank you, everybody. This feels like the 26th time we've done this cover to cover, and I think it is 26. It's my birthday, so uh, wish me a happy birthday. Give, let's close it out with a little Farner. Happy birthday, Chris. Thank you, Alex. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.